Hello, everybody. Happy Hump Day. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic host of Bachelor Nation News. On this Wednesday, September 13th, 2023, it's Bachelor Rush Hour. We are in between seasons, but we are full of content and spicing things up. Charity Lawson reveals who her Dancing with the Stars partner is. We'll get into that story. Also, speaking of other reality TV, we've got a Tyler Cameron defending Tom Sandoval. Says he did a bad thing, but he's a good person. We'll get into what TMZ caught him saying following the premiere very shortly of their show Special Forces Season 2. We have non-Bachelor news we're going to get into. The manhunt is over. We found the runaway fugitive. We'll have that story, plus some VMA nonsense. And Tasha Adams spotted with her man on the red carpet. All this and more. Let's jump right into it. All of your pop culture in one place every afternoon on the Bachelor Rush Hour. Let's go, folks. All right, congratulations to Charity. The time has come, she says on her Instagram, to get after this and bring a mirror ball home. Beyond excited, I get to dance alongside Artem. That's right. Her partner is Artem. Caitlin Bristow said, work here for you through it all. Everyone's happy for Charity to offer her uh, two-step or Paso Doble. I don't know what dances they're doing. And we're excited to see how it all plays out. She did comment on... Uh, what it must be like to do Dancing with the Stars compared to uh, what it was like to be on The Bachelorette. So the question they posed to Charity at Good Morning America this morning is, was it easier finding love or trying to win the Mirabal Trophy? Um, I know it'll be easier. <laughs> Competing for the Mirabal Trophy, let's pray it's easier than finding love on TV. <laughs> yeah, and my guess is it's a little bit of a different type of thing there. Of course, uh, you know, finding love... A little bit different than getting both your feet uh, to work appropriately, right, folks? All right, here's Ariana Madix. We know her from the Scandival, of course, that rocked the nation. She was cheated on by Tom Sandoval. And uh, it was all pretty much caught on camera, at least the aftermath was, on last season of Vanderpump Rules. She is also starring on Dancing with the Stars. Here's what she had to say. I'm dancing for my family this season. My mom and my brother have just been always my biggest supporters. And my dad and my grandma who have passed away um i just want to do them proud and i want to do them uh do well to i don't know make them happy now normally you do a second take because that was hot garbage but she tried her best all right so we've got ariana she's on dancing with the stars her ex uh tom sandoval is on special forces let's jump over to special forces and tmz was able to catch tyler cameron Outside of, uh, I don't know, some meeting somewhere. Tyler Cameron just got his hair cut. That's been in the news. No more mullet for Tyler Cameron. And here's what he has to say about competing on Special Forces with Tom Sandoval. Tom Sandoval. Mm -hmm. Did he ever express while you guys were filming that he still wanted to be with Rachel at all? Yeah, you know, I think, you know, when we were there, he was definitely really trying to, to figure that one out, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I really don't know what's going on in that world. I'm so detached, but... Oh, really? Uh, are they together or not? I don't know. I don't think so, because oh. she just blocked him on Instagram after Oh, yeah. Her. I've been blocked a few times. Usually that doesn't mean good things. <laughs> you think that that's, yeah. it's over for them then? Yeah, yeah. Usually and, of course, uh, I would be at, it would be uh, a misuse of my time here to not mention that I was blocked on Reddit. The subreddit, The Bachelor, has blocked me. I made a 20-minute video pretty much trying my best to explain it from their 
point of view, as far as I could imagine, versus my intention for why I was blocked. I don't want to relitigate or get into it here. I just wanted to let the uh, podcast audience know if you want to watch my video about getting blocked, sharing the what what the reason was they said they blocked me versus why I thought it wasn't just. You can go to today's YouTube. It's the number one video I've got probably this week because it's an interesting behind the scenes look on the inner workings of content creating. Oh, it's fun. And here, let's go back to Tyler Cameron. For me, yeah, it's been like, that's probably it. You know? Did she like talk about her a lot or like wanted to like make things right or, or get back together? Yeah, I think he was really motivated to make it right. So yeah, you feel like they could have a future. Have you ever come well, back from everyone a blocking? Who's, everyone who, who who's blocked me, we never got back together. No. So based on my experience, no. <laughs> okay. Um, I wanted to ask you real quick. Uh, did you what? Did you give any advice to Tom? Um. You know, I think relationship advice. Relationship advice. Uh, stick with one girl. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but no, I think you know, work on yourself. Um, I think you know, I spent time with Tom. I I enjoy Tom. I think Tom has a good heart. Like, you know, I really, really shared some sentimental moments, and uh, he's he, he's got a good heart in there. And so I think just being you know complete with himself and happy with himself, then he can really be that for somebody else. You know. It's a tough stance to take to say, I think someone has a good heart. I mean, we saw Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, right? They said Danny Masterson was not a bad guy. And of course he had, uh, was, you know, had, had been uh, convicted of raping, I think multiple women, uh, and sentenced to 30 plus years to life in prison. So, uh, obviously the Tom Sandoval situation is very different. It's, uh, you know, you know, you can't weigh one versus the other. They're completely different situations. Uh, Tyler Cameron, you could get to know someone like Tom Sandoval and think that they're a good person. And can, I guess the question you, you ask is, can a good person do a bad thing? Could there have been a scenario in which Tom Sandoval got himself into this heap of a mess, try to talk his way out of it? Or is it one of those situations where he's completely void of feeling emotions and did something so reckless because he didn't care about his partner's feelings? I don't know. But what we do know is a lot of people cheat and could they all be bad or, you know, or are we flawed in the judgment we have about good versus evil? How about no one is purely good and no one is purely evil and we are trying our best and even our best sometimes in the case of Tom Sandoval, you might say, how was he trying his best? Well, clearly, clearly he did not give his best. A lot of his castmates have spoke pretty poorly about him. Mm -hmm. you, would you disagree? You feel like he's a good guy? I, I would say that he, you know, he means well, he's got a good heart, you know, he, he fucked up, we, you know, and... Mm -hmm. What happens is when you fuck up on this stage, everyone in the whole world gets to judge you or see you. And what he did was really, really wrong. Yeah. Uh, but I, he should not never be able to date somebody ever again. He should be able to find love and find the right person. But he needs to do the work. And hopefully he has and is. And hopefully he can, you know, lead him to the right person. Do you feel like the special forces maybe changed him for the better? It changed everyone for the better. Yeah. So, wow. He says it changed everyone for the better. And um, I tend to agree with Tyler Cameron here and saying, hey, he needs to do the work. He needs to figure out what he did wrong and make it right and try to be a better person. But, yeah, no, of course, he's not irredeemable. He's not arrested and not allowed to date people like people can just Google him now and see his history. And that's something he has to live with because that's a choice he made. All right. We have a lot of content to get into. We'll jump in more with the VMAs and Sync, Tasha. they're all there, plus more. More on this escaped convict they found and Olivia Rodrigo's bizarre set. We'll uh, talk more about that right after a quick word from our sponsors. 
And we're back with the other aspect of the Tom Sandoval story is that Raquel Levis is back on Instagram and she posted on her birthday and said, I've been dreaming of a place like this. Well, Tom Sandoval responded and said, happy birthday, Rachel. I really hope you're finding peace and happiness. Miss you, friend. And then she posted on her Instagram uh, showing that he was blocked and it says, hi, bye, or okay, bye. So uh, we clearly see where she stands. Now, commenters that don't like Rachel Levis have said, well, she's only doing Doing that to get back into the good gracious of the audience and it's like whatever who cares <laughs> right how often do you go down some wormhole or rabbit hole on on it on online common threads and you, and you end up by just going who the hell cares right that's how i feel about that oh but we we had a 14-day manhunt i wasn't even following the manhunt uh, just because i was off celebrating my brother's wedding here escaped prisoner danello cavalcante captured am i pronouncing that right after a 14-day manhunt pennsylvania escape prisoner Daniela Danello has been captured this after a massive, crazy two-week manhunt that put the entire state in fear. Boy, I had no idea this was this big. A convicted murderer was arrested Wednesday without incident by Border Patrol Tactical Unit and SWAT teams in the same rural town where he broke into a home and stole a rifle after getting shot at by the residents. His condition after 14 days on the lam was not known, but a video appeared to show him conscious and alert while in custody. Here's what's bizarre. About 20, it looks like about 25 SWAT members, all dressed in their military garb and guns, posed with the guy. Now, again, this is a murderer. I think he's already been convicted, right? So it's not like one of those innocent till proven guilty. No, he was convicted. He just escaped his conviction and all that. And now he's going to be going back and serving, I'm assuming, life in prison. Uh, but either way, he's very strange. It's almost like when uh, the drug the um, drug police will like seize a thousand pounds of cocaine and they take a photo with the stash of cocaine. That's what this feels like it's like a weird day at the office but either way i mean you know he put a lot of people at risk so good riddance to him and let's jump into some other news we went into the vma world already and sync no album or tours planning after the vmas but had a blast reuniting of course that was the big uh question uh, now that they were reunited at the video music awards now let me tell you something for all of my young millennials and generation z the vmas vma is a or was a t or is a tv network which or no excuse me um <laughs> mtv <laughs> I don't even remember <laughs> losing my brains here. MTV stands for music television where they would play music videos now, which of course you could just watch on YouTube at any time. But back in the day, you had to run home after school to see Total Request Live. Remember that guy who's on the Today Show, Carson Daly? He was a video DJ, VJ as they call it. That's not a slur. He was a VJ. Um, give a BJ to a VJ. That's a slogan I never heard before. Either way, uh, it was a very big deal to watch uh, music uh, on TV back in the day. Then, of course, MTV became known for hit shows like Next, where it was essentially Tinder before Tinder existed. It was Tinder plus a bus, Room Raiders, and all the other hit TV. Well, the Video Music Awards kind of were like a trend-setting thing back in the day. It was like the massive thing, like which artists collaborated, you know, it was production value very high, and it still is to an extent, I guess. Uh, but very strange uh, what happened with Olivia Rodrigo. She psychs out the entire crowd, including Selena Gomez. And by the way, I love Olivia Rodrigo. I love her music. Um, she had a faux stage malfunction during her performance at last night's VMAs. The singer-songwriter released her sophomore album, Guts, just last week. So 
She's got this song, and in the song, as she's playing, a bunch of sparks start flying, and then like some of the set falls down. It looked kind of like the animatronics you might see in like a Disney theme park ride. Where you know what I mean? It, it was kind of hate chaotic. And then they had a production person kind of usher her off stage, and then she came back a, a minute later. And I and I guess it were revealed that it was a bit. But when I watched it, I thought it was a little alarming because it reminded me of the Station Nightclub fire, which took place in my home state of Rhode Island in 2003, which was a gigantic tragedy. Killed 100 people and injured 230 when a pyrotechnics display ignited flammable acoustic foam in the walls and ceilings surrounding the stage. I mean, it was hell on earth for the people that were in that tragedy. It changed a lot of the rules regarding fire marshals and concerts and things like that. So I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying here that this was all in terrible form. I just think when I saw the pyrotechnics going off on a live show, I was like, yikes. But it turned out, I guess it was part of their design. And others making fireworks and sparks at the VMAs, Tasha and Luke spotted together at the 2003 excuse me, 2023 VMAs, Tasha Adams holds hands with Luke Goldbranson. Um, she's wearing a what appears to be a red pantsuit. I can't really tell. Either way, um, we've known for a while that they seem to be a couple, but they're still not commenting publicly about it, which, of course, I think is a fantastic move on her behalf. It's like, all right, she did the whole public dating thing, realized it doesn't serve her at all, and now she's going private. And Look, I mean, she's got the privilege to be able to do that. There are certain people that might make their living, you know, uh, influencing and they need to, and again, you know, no one has to pimp out their relationship, but in some cases, it's a good business decision for certain alumni to use their relationship to drive traffic to their shows. That's what pays the bills. Tasha's big enough. She's famous enough. She comes from kind of the height of the pandemic era of The Bachelor that she just doesn't need to do that. So good for her for living her life and not needing to, uh, you know, throw any bread towards the pigeons, as it were. I want I wanted to give a quick shout out to uh, the Game of Roses podcast. Uh, they were featured on HBO, which is a cable TV uh, or cable network. Here, here I am just going to mansplain MTV and HBO. Stands for Home Box Office, folks. Either way, here is Chad, one of the masterminds behind Game of Roses, good friend of the program. We got to get him on Driving with Dave soon. Here he is uh, eloquently describing his meticulous process of entering uh, notes while watching the bachelor you know uh, you know to you know to treat the bachelor as if it's some sort of baseball statistician uh, you know event here's here's what he had to say being featured on HBO last night you've spent watching the bachelor in total oh god i mean when we were doing the hyper binge it was 10 hours a day every day with maybe we'd take a day off every other week uh, for like two and a half, almost three months. We've got thousands of pages of, of typed notes that are meticulous records of everything that's ever happened in almost every frame of the show. The first impression rose, which we call the FIMP. You take the numerical value of each rose they had over the course of the season and you divide it and that average number is their rose quotient. Week five, we had a one-on-one -on -one that Lauren Burnham got. There was a one kiss, an awkward edit. She played Walls. Ari played a PTC that his ex had a miscarriage. What, what's a, P, uh, what's oh, a sorry. PTC? PTC's personal tragedy card is when a player discusses some past trauma or tragedy, and then that very usually will get them a rose if they're on a one-on-date or a group date. Uh, IFI is injury 
fear or illness. Tierra Lacazzi is probably the most well-known IFI player of all time. She fell down the stairs, causing Sean Lowe to spend an extra amount of time with her instead of taking Ashley Frazier on the date, at least momentarily. I think I remember that. Yeah, there's always that idea of like, why am I devoting so much time and effort toward this thing that I actually think is bad, you know? Hours, so, do you think? so there he is, Chad, uh, on HBO. Congratulations to Chad. Just fantastic work there. And after this break, I'm going to share the whole story that's taking the internet by, by storm here. Uh, did Mexican authorities reveal actual mummified aliens? We're going to talk about this. I'm laughing, not because I don't believe it. And trust me, I want to believe. Uh, you know, I got that X-Files energy in me. I do believe the truth is out there. We'll be back right after a quick word from our sponsor. All right, we're back. So this story is absolutely wild, and I do not mean that with any ounce of hyperbole whatsoever. The Okay, last night I was flying back from the East Coast, and uh, this story was breaking. Absolutely wild. Journ- journalist presents Mexican Congress with alleged non-human alien corpses at UFO hearing. I'm not sure if news organizations are not reporting on this because it screams of a hoax or what, but it looks like they've got all of the MRIs and the x-rays. There are uh, rare metallic elements that are embedded in these mummified beings. Uh, Their DNA is not even closely related to humans. It's only got like 60% of the same DNA. I'm no expert. Call me a fool, but I find it interesting. Um, here's, Here's a report on the story. Have a listen. Y'all, the Mexican government just dropped a bombshell revealing alien bodies live. These are the remains of 1,000-year-old pilots, according to the Mexican government, that is having a live congressional hearings on UFO UAPs at this moment. This is an unprecedented and unexpected reveal by the Mexican government in their UAP congressional meeting today. I'm still blown away. They are over it. They are saying that um, we are taking too long. We need to start joining the other planets um, or we're going to be left behind. This is the word from the Mexican government live. I mean, look at this little dude. He genuinely looks like E.T. This is... All right, so, yeah, so then, look, there's tons of content on this online. If you haven't heard this story yet, wild. They are very small. I mean, I think we used to call these, like, humanoids, but I think they're not even referring to them as that anymore. They're only a couple feet tall. Mummified, I guess, because they were fossilized in a mine and just found. And um, uh, my comment section on Patreon is doing doing their own research, saying that they found plankton on them they've got three fingers but no hands the fingers bones or whatever they are uh kind of connect directly to their arms and my my guess when i saw this is why are we not um you know what what if they uh, were birds like you know what if they actually flew uh you know and maybe the wings are you know i don't know look guys i mean feel silly speculating uh but um when uh with the mri of the spine they actually said that it looked like the head could actually retract into the body like a turtle is this one giant hoax i don't know but 
regardless of it being barrel scraping season or analyzing Dale's toes or whatever the hell we do in Bachelor Nation, let me be the first to tell you, Bachelor Rush Hour will absolutely be covering the alien uh, 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 race of 2023. Maybe the Mexican government felt like the U.S. was hiding something. Maybe, I believe these were found in Peru. Uh, so maybe there are other whistleblowers that will come out and share their story here. Uh, but we'll have to see. A wild, wild story nonetheless. And um, as more, and speaking of aliens, we've got Kanye West. Let's end on Kanye West. He wanted, um, so he's getting sued. Okay, well, I'm not saying Kanye West is an alien, but his thoughts are out of this world. Okay, he wanted home without windows and electricity. Employee claims he was fired for not complying. I don't know. I don't know legally if you're allowed to have a home without windows. I don't know what the building codes are. Uh, Kanye West had the project manager overseeing the remodel of his Malibu home sleeping on the floor and fired the guy over a disagreement about removing all the home's windows and electricity. This according to a new lawsuit. Kanye is being sued by a man uh, named Tony Saxon, who claims Yeezy hired him back in September 2021 as project manager, caretaker, and 24-7 security for the mogul's Malibu property. According to the lawsuit obtained by TMZ, Saxon claims he was working 16-hour days and sleeping on the floor while coordinating Kanye's remodel, and he says Kanye couldn't care less that he was literally using a coat as makeshift bedding. In the document, Saxon says Kanye ignored all of his concerns and only paid him for one week of work until things reached ahead in November 2021 when Saxon claims Kanye demanded Saxon remove all the home's windows and electricity. I mean, maybe maybe this was Kanye being paranoid that people could see into his home, which I don't blame him for feeling that way, but obviously this is the uh, the work of an, a completely unhinged person. In the suit, Saxton claims Kanye threatened him and said he would be considered an enemy if he didn't comply with the demands. Saxon says he wouldn't budge and Kanye told him to get the hell out. Saxon says he expressed concern about the extreme danger of such actions, but he claims Kanye raised his voice and then insisted on moving large generators inside the house, which Saxon worried would potentially lead to a fire hazard. I mean, not just a fire hazard, if you put generators inside, I mean, those are combustible gasoline generators. You're going to be having exhaust and fumes and all that. So, I mean, if you're like, a, if you're designing a property or working as an on-site manager, you have a duty to make the place safe. Saxon also says Kanye told him, if you don't do what I say, you're not going to work for me. I'm not going to be your friend anymore, and you'll just see me on TV. He says he told Kanye he didn't watch TV and was fired on the spot. The guy's suing Kanye for various labor code violations, and he's going after Yeezy for unpaid wages. I mean, yeah, at the very least, you're allowed to fire your project manager, but you got to pay them for the work that they have done. We'll have to see if he does just that. All right, folks, well... I want to tell you from the bottom of my heart for all the nice comments I saw pouring today after my video about getting banned by the Bachelor subreddit, by all means, don't cry for me, Argentina. Don't worry about me. I'm fine. I'm happy. Uh, life is okay. Life is great. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't like being mischaracterized and I feel like we didn't get the right solution to what would have been a very um, easy uh, learning moment with regards to the Bachelor subreddit. But uh, that's how dictatorships work, folks, right? Don't like me, and me. That's pretty much what uh, I learned that lesson from. But that's why we've got this community. You can't ban me here, folks. If you want to support us, uh, the best thing you can do is to join the Patreon. Uh, that's money monthly that goes directly into my pocket that helps me create the content that I create. Patreon.com slash Dave Neal. If you don't have the funds as little as four thirty or I think $4.50 a month, $5 a month, if you don't have those funds, then the second best free thing you can do 
is make sure to subscribe, share with your friends, and leave us a nice review on the Apple Podcast app. Either way, I appreciate all of y'all uh, for being uh, with me. Uh, not because we preach perfection, but because we're all just trying our best, having a good time over here, trying to hurt nobody. We're just trying to get by. Right, folks? And we're doing just that. We'll be back tomorrow, as we are every afternoon. I've been Dave Neal, and this was Bachelor Rush Hour. Bachelor Rush Hour.